Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit It's Bud Pod 243, I think. Um, yes. Oh. 243... Um, prisoner two four three. That's me. Those are alternative lyrics to <laughs> my version of Les Mis. Yeah. Because last night Pierre and I went to see Les Mis. Les Mis, the play, the, the song Mis. play. We went to go see the song play. The song play of Les Miserables. Um, <laughs> With, and we certainly weren't some of them. I don't know why we it's were, called we that. We were Les. We were. We were Les Heureuses. I was, we were les the en- I was Les Enchanted. I was Les <laughs> Thrilled. I was Les... You were Les Engaged. Entertained. Les, en- les Engaged. Les Engaged is a great name for like a... I don't know. Like a, it, would be, it would be the British name for the Terminator. <laughs> Why? <laughs> oh, I said Les. Les, les, les Engaged. engaged. <laughs> it's like a kind of... It's, a, it's sort of futuristic and 1950s at the same time. Les Engaged. Les Engaged. Uh, yeah, we went to see because um, our friend, the comedian, the um, impersonate, impersonator? Impressionist. Impressionist. <laughs> <laughs> You're thinking of Terminator. Uh, the comedian, the actor, the impressionist, Luke Kempner, is in Les Mis, Les Mis on the West End. He's in Les Miserables. And a bunch of us guys went because men can be supportive friends too. Men helping out men. It's true. Um, he is, Luke is a, is a, Maybe a quadruple threat. Okay, so he's got acting, singing, dancing. And stand-up. Com- and comedying. That's four threats. Quadruple, yeah, that's a lot of threats. What a threatening man. Terrifying. I don't feel safe around him. Well, no one should. In theater land. But it was great. What was your favorite bit of Les Miserables? There was some very good, like, it was an excellent production. For It was an excellent production in all the obvious ways that production is excellent. But it was also... There were also some excellent examples of like musical acting, which is always a lot of fun. Well, it obviously it's been running for a long time, but apparently it's sort of been re- rehashed. It was rehashed in 2019, so this is a slightly updated version. There's some cool effects. There's an amazing bit when Jalver, spoiler alert, um, un- unjalvers himself. <laughs> he. <laughs> He unalives. He un. un he he, un, he unmiserables himself. himself. He miserables himself. He, he, yeah, I guess he miserables himself. Yeah. Into the river, into the Seine, and the way the the effect is done is amazing. It's really good. It's like Die Hard. Yeah, yeah. He's like proper falling and stuff. It's like Alan Rickman going. Um, the sets I thought were brilliant. They just wheel in so smoothly. You don't notice any of the set transitions. Yeah, while you're just sort of clapping and going, oh, I like that song. Just suddenly you're on a fucking. You're on a ship, and then you're in an alleyway, and mm-hmm. then you, yeah, it's, mm-hmm. and then you're in the poor part of town, then in the rich part of town, and there's basically no blackouts. It just all kind of swishes in and out. Um, it's um, Les inventive. 
I it's thought. less inventive, less that's inventive. for sure. That's definitely for sure. That's Severay. But there's also some great operatic musical, because I guess it's it's about as close to an opera as a musical gets, because they don't speak normally at any point. Even between the songs, they're going, Oh, what did you do? Where are you now? I'm coming down the stairs. Yeah, do they speak at any point? No, Only no. as they're sort of leaving and going, Oh, I hate you. Oh, you slapped. <laughs> The bit where a guy goes, you slut, just while he wanders You slut, I still still sort of, you little whore. I still sort of that kind of thing, isn't it? <laughs> but as he's leaving, All right. the you foreman. <laughs> slut. I, I just, assume it was part of the play. Just a little bit of improv. No, yeah, yeah. Those, those, act, those two actors just don't get on. Really hate each other. <laughs> Cunt. Wow, these guys are out of it. These guys are realistic. Yeah, they, that's true. It's, it's all very much like, there's even a, when I saw the movie on a, on a flight, um, which probably didn't give it the scale it deserved. Uh, the bit that made me laugh a lot. Because you know, like you have weird reactions to films on flights. Yes. Especially if you're yeah. drinking. Yeah. And the bit that made me really laugh was that um, when Marius returns having seen Cosette, mm. and this guy's seen a lady and fallen in love, and he goes back to his sort of gang of um, woke, <laughs> lifty they're students. So, they're so annoying. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll get onto this. Yeah. But this is a, for me, this is the central problem Blame is, but yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll get onto that. Um, he comes in and, and, and he's, he's sort of so lovestruck, they all, they're all like, whoa, what's up with you, man? And then one of the guy's only lines in the film, in the play, he's got more lines, but in the film, I think it's all he says is, some whine and say, what's going on? <laughs> but he has to sing that. Some whine and say, what's going on? <laughs> And then he just has to go kill himself. He just has to go jump. Yeah, some, the, some of those lines, river. it is like they only realize halfway they're meant to be singing. So some wine and uh, tell me what's going on. <laughs> Otherwise, I'll be ex- expunged from the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, could you just pass me some paper towel? Like just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they go. right at the end. Yeah, like, <laughs> if you excuse me, I just need to go to there. And then they see off stage the director, like, c- pulling his thumb across his throat. And, and he goes, <laughs> uh, the bathroom. I need to go to a wee. <laughs> and the director <sighs> nodding, like, mm-hmm. He's like, Good. Uh, wiping, wiping <laughs> but yeah, so for me, the central issue with Les Mis is that the central struggle, which is a bit vague. It's these kind of annoying student protester types who tellingly have cleaner clothes than everyone else, well, they also they're, claim to be fighting and fighting for the common man. They're visibly rich. Yeah. And um, there's a very funny scene where the first thing we see is like the, the ensemble cast are all grubby. Yeah. Or they've all got sooty faces and things, and they're all wearing like disgusting rags. And going, oh, please, uh, refuse some teams. At the end of the day, or another day, older. Yeah, all that. All that bit, yeah. But then they, they, these guys come in with their lovely, lovely white leggings. Yeah. And smocks. And, and so you go, oh, they're bad guys. And then it turns they're, out they're not. They're handing out leaflets. Yeah. <laughs> so that was really funny to me. I was like, that's nothing's changed. History is a uh, history is a loop. Whereas yeah. like a bunch of people going, please, I just need a bit of bread. And then just being handed this pamphlet. About resistance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah about yeah. some sort and of organizing. like. Organizing. Yeah, yeah. Rise up or whatever. And it's like, well, I'm very hungry. No, read this. No, it's, it's yeah. Same energy as like. We've people, been to university. Yeah. Um, at university, we learn some things are more important than bread. <laughs> but it's very it's got very handing out bibles in africa energy yes um, yes which but is, then this becomes a soft central struggle of the film is is uprising yeah and you're it's implied you're sympathetic to them and you know you watch them on their their, their 
improvised barricades and the firing at and they do a big song about how the future should be nice and the horrible past should be over yes but it's all very vague it's like okay what what are the problems now and how do you intend <laughs> yeah. to fix them i was saying it'd be so funny if like the you'd got to direct a version of it where they where they go and and very very controversial they've added a song uh, which is the policies, just the policies. Yes, I'd really <laughs> like to know what the manifesto is. <laughs> yeah, because the problem yeah. is when, when these inner heroes, in, well, these quote-unquote heroes inevitably die heroically, I'm li- I'm left cold. I'm like, okay, so what? Uh, what do they want? What, what what were their goals? How were they going to go about them? What were their political influences? What do they actually yeah. want to do? I don't know. And it, the, 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 the musical never makes it clear. It's just vaguely, these people are poor and that's not right. We must rise up and fight. Well, okay, but then what? what? Who are you fighting? <laughs> Who are you fighting? Because you don't see... Javert is really the only sort of... Authority figure. Authority figure you see. Yeah. And um, he's got his own issues caring about this one guy who sold bread <laughs> 50 years ago, which is another kind of... Nor- normally, when a policeman has a case that haunts him, <laughs> it's, a... <laughs> it's like a horrible slaying. <laughs> It's like uh, he stole the file, you know, so he has the photos of, like, the ritual killing. and Yeah, well, Gervais rolling about in bed, like, he can't shake the image of a loaf of bread with a single chunk missing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Or, or he's, he's going like, bah, bah, and, and the bread is, like, steaming on the windowsill or, like, steam coming off. And he's like, ah, yes, yes. And then a hand comes in. No, no. Le pain, no. That's how much the French are love bread they're so passionate about it that if you steal it if you they'll chase you <laughs> for 50 years for panicide you committed panicide <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly they're the most gluten tolerant nation um yeah he's obsessed he, it normally you, you stole a chunk of bread in 1762 and i'm not over it yet People literally dying around him. <laughs> Get out of my way. Dead bodies are blocking me from, from the- arresting this bread thief. <laughs> we were saying that he shows up at a lot of... Um, like if, 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 if Jean Valjean just did like one little trick of being like, uh, nope, not me. All his problems would just be over. Oh, yeah. Or, or like Because you just can't do it. Was, it. was it Mark Smith said, just move. Don't live in Paris. There's other places in France you can live where, where another, there's other cities in France that don't have the one guy who wants to arrest you. Who's also got like, who's got like a fucking Sherlock memory just for your face because of the bread aspect. Um, but yeah, Javert is like a kind of uh, Nazi robot. I like the guy who plays Javert in this current production. He's, I think you said he's a bit Yu-Gi-Oh-y. But Yu-Gi-Oh. He's got long hair. He, he look, he look, if you've seen the movie, um, oh god, what? We, he's the kind of guy my younger sister would dated when in her teens. Really? Yeah, like, yeah, really? yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? That's so funny. Yeah, he's got like, long hair. He looked like the guy from the movie Equilibrium. Oh, I don't know. Ed. Do you know it was it was like the cheap version of the Matrix? Sean Bean was in it. Oh. Remember that it was a movie where you, everyone took pills to make their emotions go away. <laughs> okay, that rings a bell. Um, and it's it. and it's um. It's um, Christian Bale. Okay. No, I don't know it. They fight. They fight people with like gun kung fu. Gun fu. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah, but it, it, it's it's a bit matrixy. It's like I can imagine him wearing this. The actor I can imagine him wearing like a leather trench coat, 
and saying he's mastered the blade. Yeah. yeah. He's that kind of... Uh, yeah, it was very um, incel Javert. Incel Javert. I liked him. I thought, I, thought, I thought he was a good singer. All the, the singing in it is all fantastic. Oh, the singing, the singing is like... Uh, Astonishing. Oh, the, oh, the I was yeah. pulling faces in my seat going, oh, oh, oh. John Valjean is excellent. Man. Yeah. Well, that was the understudy, apparently. Really? Oh, wait, we got an understudy. One of them was the understudy. Oh. I think we got understudy Valjean. Oh, I thought he was excellent. Yeah. Um, oh, I, I, I sometimes like it when it's a, the understudy because they really go for it. Yeah. They like, really go at it. This is my chance. That's one thing I do enjoy about watching um, musicals on the West End is like, you can you can bet your house everyone on there fucking wants to do this. <laughs> they're not they're not like phoning it in. This is their dream. So many people want them dead for having these parts. That's true. Yeah, and they have them. She's Cosette. She made it. She's thrilled. These people are so. And you you can you can sort of watch some watch it without thinking. Uh, they're probably a bit annoyed about this, about doing this at this point. They're no, probably yeah, they're this not. This is their lives. And if they ever do get a bit bored and complacent, there's like a bunch of people looming over their shoulder, yeah, waiting to. It's like the fucking Tory party being <laughs> a musical actor. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, someone's gonna cut your throat the second you look away. <laughs> yeah, to that's be villager true. number three. Yeah, just to get in there, just to get a foot in the door. So you got a taste. Just to get a Les Just foot in the Les get door. Get my face warmed by that light. <laughs> oh, the one thing we P and I notice is um, there's a, there's a way of the the singers pronounced ooh, especially the male singers in Les Mis. Yeah, we asked Luke about this, and he didn't seem to think it was a thing. Which he is mad to me. To, it was so noticeable to me. We both noticed it a lot. So whenever there's a, the vowel ooh, as in two through you, the singers would go. You so from me to you, send me to the moon, fly to the moon tomorrow. Tomorrow, I will be too soon. And it was like, we, we our theory that we because we talk about it in the interval, yeah, uh, afterwards, I think wasn't it? it was afterwards, but our theory was, oh, maybe like when you're projecting or you're singing, it's easier to sort of go, you, 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 you. Like you've, got like you've got like lip control over it. Whereas when you go, oh, it's kind of just like, like it's, it could strain you. It might be also be the pitch, might be easier to hit the pitch correctly. You, 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 yeah. Maybe it's a pitch thing. Yeah. But Luke had no clue what the fuck we were on about. How odd. He's just, he's too deep into it, in it. Yeah. He was trying to hide a secret. But anyway, yeah, that's our um, our big uh, underground tip. Yeah, I don't know if you guys Les have Miz. heard. <laughs> we think it's going to be big. Les Mis is pretty big. Uh, going to be pretty big, we think. It's got a bright future Get ahead of it. before it sells out. <laughs> um, yeah, I would love that to be a policy scene. Yeah, because when they all got killed, I'm like, okay, so what? <laughs> what? What Did we miss out on anything? Did we lose out on something? Red, the color of the progressive taxation legislation that we're going to introduce. Okay. Black, okay. the color of the progressive inheritance tax we're going to introduce over a 10-year period of... Just like that. Okay, <laughs> okay. And what is this replacing? And the whole audience going, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right, right, right. Well, that's the thing, is that everyone, including me um, initially, thought it was French Revolution, and it's not. No, it's not. And it's then there's a more famous second revolution, 1848. 
Uh-huh. It's not that either. Oh, yeah. This is It's a little one that this, didn't even really happen. So is this is it pre-Napoleon or post-Napoleon? Post the Napoleon, the main one. Okay. Pre-Napoleon the 3rd. Oh, okay. Who was also emperor. Oh, okay, okay. And this is called what's it called the June Uprising. Yeah. Is what Lemis is about. Yeah. And you read about it? I was reading the wiki. Yeah. And what was it r- roughly about? Um they had restored the Bourbon monarchy. Mm. Made of biscuits. <laughs> Delicious. Delicious monarchy. Delicious kings. But it wasn't enough. <laughs> it wasn't enough for these stuupid students that they were their kings had a delicious chocolate center. So, it wasn't enough. So they restored the Bob and monarchy and then there was did like they, a did mini- they execute them by dunking them in big cups of tea until <laughs> they dissolved. The <laughs> <laughs> you know, whole head just broke off. And they had to get a big spoon. The king's head. <laughs> That's why they never took a bath because it was just too dangerous. Um, they, when they well, then they got the Bourbons back, and okay. then they dunk they dunk them they dunk them, they dunk them away, yeah. and then they brought in a. It wasn't the designated successor of the last Bourbon monarch. It was, but it was a different king. Is the point? So the June uprising was successful. No, no, no. So the June uprising, it turns out, was actually against the new liberal king. Because oh. they were like, well, what's the point of getting rid of a king and just bringing in another slightly nicer king? Right. Okay. We thought this was going to be, you know, Republic o'clock. Yeah. And it's not. You've just given us like a slightly nicer, less weird king. Yeah. Um, and so uh, the, that government was attacked by people who both like were like the students and the workers mm. who were the, the Les Mis people. Mm. Because they wanted a republic, and by the aristocracy, who wanted the original really fancy king back. Oh, okay. So no one was happy, because it was like a kind of middle-class government. Oh, gosh, okay. It was a constitutional monarchy, and it was all a bit too cushy. And just pissed off everybody. Yeah, I made everyone upset, like right. all good compromises. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it it carried on till, till uh, maybe till the eight, 1848. That guy was king for quite a while. It really didn't work at all. Gosh, okay. So all those students just got their fucking heads blown off for nothing. Yeah, right, right. Which is why, like, especially once you know that and then watch Les Mis, you're like, oh, like, they really are leafleting those beggars for, like, no, no for, not no reason, but... But to no end. Well, just to, so that they can die, I guess. Like, yeah. I don't, you know, nothing's gonna... You're fighting the, the army. Yeah. The entire army. And yeah. obviously that's worked in the past in France. So I can understand why they thought it would work again. But it didn't. I, I, and I, I, I said to Pierre that, I, that one of the main reasons I could not sympathize with with the the rebels was that I just know they'd be the most annoying people of, on Instagram if they were on today. They'd just be the most obnoxious. Oh, yeah. They, they'd be telling me silence is violence. These <laughs> fucking Marius would be telling me silence is violence. They'd be singing sure. it to you as well, which is even more annoying. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, what would he sing? Um, he would be singing, Phil, you can change your Facebook profile picture. It's easy to do. <laughs> Add a filter with the flag of the country affected by the f- whatever it is that's just happened. Yeah, yeah something yeah. like that. Um, yes, I think... There, Yeah, real, Marius now would have... He'd be as posh and, and, and rich and educated and fancy, but he would be dressed deliberately like the beggars. Yeah, and he'd live in um, in uh, Dalston. Yeah, a warehouse. Yeah. The cast of Made in Chelsea try and start a revolution. <laughs> <laughs> the cast of Made in Chelsea or, or Skins 
Yes. Try and uh, build a barricade and take on the National Guard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. But it was a great, excellent musical. Couldn't really care about the, the, the students, but they get killed anyway, so that's fine. <laughs> um, yeah, excellent. I highly recommend it. Also, speaking of uh, the glitz and glamour, Pierre, tonight I'm going to my first ever movie premiere. Philip's first ever movie premiere. That's not technically true. I've been to movie premieres before, but this is the first one of a movie I'm actually in. Phil is in one. And this movie is Wonka. Can you believe it? You heard it here second, folks. (laughs) First it was on Graham Norton, but BudPod got the scoop right out of that guy's hands. That's right. Yes, I was on Graham Norton last week. Thank you you if you watch. If you don't, didn't watch, watch on iPlayer. Have a little clip. Watch the little clip. Um, Grey Nort. My first little Grey Nort. No, <laughs> That's a Game of Thrones character. Grey Nort. Grey Nort. I was um, I was a bit nervous because I was on with Michael Fassbender. Yeah. Right after our episode came out, in which and you I like, said I don't really like the killer. <laughs> I didn't think the killer was great. <laughs> and I, I and I, I like I had this panic. Uh, I sort of imagine like imagine at the end of the recording Graham Norton everyone was like ha 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 chani chani and then as we're filing out of the studio Michael Fassbender just leans into me and goes Koji yeah oh. imagine imagine I'd be like oh, I didn't mean it uh, I just thought that it could have been a little bit no no I heard what you said I heard what you said he's got a he's got a slight Irish accent Michael Fassbender Irish and German yeah but he, sounds he-, pretty, he sounds a lot more Irish than I expected I heard what you said I heard what you said well he learned about, his he about, learned all his English from an Irish persons i found i found the word about the hardest word to do in any accent ow out the ow word sound is oh yeah i never know yeah about 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 or oh, you heard about what you said about the killer i heard what you said about the killer no we know you don't like it koji koji <laughs> keep on jacking it uh, you wee bollocks and then he just lamps you but that was quite yeah, that, that was quite uh, a, a, an experience in Graham Norton. That's like, I mean, that's pretty A-list stuff. The 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 that's fancy shit. It's fancy man. stuff, and you know, I was on with him, Daisy Haggard, and uh, Jennifer Saunders. Yeah, Jennifer Saunders. I'm, I met a couple of times, but I'm always kind of astonished by her because um, she's one of the reasons of the comedy. Really, French Saunders. We got in Malaysia. I just loved it, and French uh, Jennifer Saunders has always been like, a, oh, wow. Um, and then take that, of course, who. Um, you know, without them, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be here today. Um, <laughs> but then the week after, this coming week, the episode they've got Tom Hanks, Julia Roberts, Timothy Chalamet, eh? and the musical guest is Cher. Fuck off! <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh my god! If you're on that bench, on that sofa, just like. Eh. Anyone want to listen to my story? I um, I gave a, people emailed me about their poo poo. <laughs> <laughs> but tonight, oh, no. the only other movie premieres I've been to have been movies about Asian people, and I've been invited because I'm Asian. That's by, me, by me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so you're know. Asian. I'm going to need some help with understanding this. <laughs> I've been to uh, uh, Past Lives about the Koreans. Yeah. And the Marvel, the Chinese Marvel one. Oh. Shin, Fuck, what was that I was called? I Xinjiang. <laughs> That's not Xinjiang. Um, <laughs> that would be a Lu, very controversial movie. Shang, he's from Mulan. What the fuck's he called? 
Is it something something in the twelve somethings? Yes, um, Simu Liu is the actor. Marvel Simu Liu. I I uh, I was in the cinema the other day and Shang Chi. Shang Chi. I saw the trailer for the Aquaman movie. Oh, does it look good? No, no. <laughs> are, they, are they making another? Really? Yeah. Why? I don't know, man. I I I can't. I don't really have. Well, I'm sure Aquaman's fan will be thrilled. <laughs> I I don't have the easily have the vocabulary to describe the type of tiredness I felt seeing that trailer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was fatigue on a level that was both physical and abstract. Kind of spiritual fatigue. Yeah, yeah. It was like I was being told... It was like humanity was feeling tired through you in that moment. Yeah, it, it, it was like... It was like we'd brought back alchemy. Right, Okay. And like people are just going, like, we're just going to do it again. Yeah, we're going to keep trying until this coal becomes gold. Yeah, until this lead and mud <laughs> it becomes gold. We're actually bringing this back now. Yeah. And I'd be sitting there going, but I know it doesn't work. And I know it's a waste of time. And it's stupid and it's bad. And everyone's like, no. If we say the incantation, Look, it's happening. <laughs> and gather the right number of people. It, it could work. And we'll stand around in the pentagram and look at Jason Momoa. <laughs> Maybe it would be a good film. But the thing is, is that no one that you can sense that everyone in the cinema is just it's just completely like eyes glazed over. Like he's got the trident of Grabnor. Who's then, going to that anymore? You go, I don't cinema. care because all the superheroes are are not. It doesn't make sense because they're not equal. So it's like I can't care as much about this as Superman. Yes, because the right. solution to this movie is to bring Superman in because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he's more powerful than everyone. Yeah. So whenever you're like. The trident of Grabnor will turn the, the sea into the dark magic of... The, and she goes, call Superman. Mm. I know he's around. Yeah, he's got the time. He's fast enough to get this is This done. is nothing. I don't care about this. I don't care about the Water Kingdom. <laughs> I don't care about the fucking dolphins or whatever. It also always looks so bad, these underwater movies um, that, are, that are, you know... Uh, it looks like a screensaver in mo- the trailer. Yeah. I mean, I, I caught a glimpse of... You know when you're on the plane and someone has a, someone in the chair a couple of rows from you has a movie on, you end up watching their movie more than yours? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Someone had... Someone What's had, this dumb cow just... No, light-moving colors. No, what are they looking at? And someone, some, a couple of people playing uh, the live-action Little Mermaid. Haunting. Nightmarish. Horrible. Dark. Like, Wild. no lighting. No lighting. Yeah, no lighting. It's because it's under underwater. And... It turns out that a cartoonish talking crab is quite delightful. And a, an animatonically accurate crab that talks is horrible. It's yeah, vile. It's got sideways it's mouth. It's just little mandibles. It's not meant to be talking. It should just be bubbling. It's haunting. Really horrible. And watching animals do human things while still looking at animals turns out is really upsetting. Yeah, it's like someone they just made a film for the Uncanny Valley. Yeah, I mean, it's like they didn't learn from Lion King, which no one cared about, no one watched because it was gross and creepy. It's like, okay, well, maybe if it's underwater, people will like it. I don't understand why they keep trying to make stuff look realistic when all the most successful 3D films are like cartoon 3D. Yes. So not realistic. Yes. But they're just like, no, we've really managed to nail down the yeah. dead blank eyes of a doll on this, people, like, people loads love- of hairs, individual hairs. That looks good. You know, that's not... 
what anyone wants to see. I know. Because people love Toy Story. They didn't love Final Fantasy. Do you remember that? Oh. The movie Final Fantasy that had nothing to do with the game. It was a, a sci-fi called Final Fantasy. It was like photorealistic 3D. And everyone went, wow, look, it looks like a real person. Why don't we just get real people to do this? Yeah. I feel like be How fun. can this possibly be cheaper? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, encourage, I almost want you to watch the Aquaman trailer. because. No, I don't want to. <laughs> the villain is someone called Manta. No, and he's does got he look a, like a ray? Is he like a mouth? He got, he's got like a big evil helmet that makes him look like a ray, which is clear, which is clearly a helmet designed to be like, no, 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 like the old cartoon character doesn't actually have a mad manta ray head. That was a helmet. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. So they're trying to make it kind of believable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How they're like, no, no, no. Batman wasn't just wearing like cloth leggings. They were like armor. Yeah. Somehow, and you go, okay. You just said the word Kevlar a lot, so I guess that's good. In the Arkham games, which, which I really love, the 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 penguin, I think it's I think it's in the Arkham game. The penguin's monocle is stuffed into his eye, um, and like it's 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 jammed into his his right his right eye. And the story is that he got bottled one because he's like a proper Cockney gangster. Yeah, and he got bottled one day so hard that the base of the bottle got lodged into his eye. And that's his monocle now. Oh, you why? Oh, <laughs> and I kind of love it. It's kind of, it's kind of slay. <laughs> I love it. But but the, it, yeah, with the twenty first century comic book adaptations always have to like. Actually, it's because the bully put a boo boo. Actually, actually, it's cool. Yeah, he had an injury that meant that he got gills. Or yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. He got his dick sucked too much, so now he's. Uh... <laughs> Whereas in the original comics, just like, I'm fish boy. (laughs) I have gills because I like fishy, fishy wish. I grew up in the sea. Yeah, my, my, and if you don't stop me, I'm going to take all the candy apples from the fair. That's always like. For some reason, that's my, that's my initiative. Um, For some, my priority is to steal candy apples. It has nothing to do with the sea, but it's what I want to do when I'm up here. Yeah, and then Ooh. Batman stops him by like putting fish food in under a big box. Yeah, and it pulls on a stick and it yeah. catches him. Yeah, and then now, and now it's like the trailer for that would be uh, a fish guy just like so you only see the back and he's like at a, a work table and he's fixing like uh, a scuba diving thing. And then it would cut back to um, a wild stormy sea. Yes, and a fishing vessel like the one they pulled when they find Jason Bourne. Uh huh. You know, yeah, and they they like they think they're fishing, and they go, oh, get do in like a yeah. language that you you know fin- finish, <laughs> and then you just see like this like little boy's body like, and they like they pull him in, and they pull him up with the big like fishing equipment, and it's like storm, and there's like fifty feet high waves, and as the, the as you and it cuts in between that and the guy's building with you know, his back mm. to you, and as they pull the the kid aboard, the fisherman, the captain of the little fishing boat grabs the boy and as he grabs the boy he he realizes he's put his hands in like some gills <laughs> on the boy's back and and recoils in horror <laughs> lightning and then it cuts back to the the back of the guy at the work desk yeah but he's topless and he's all muscly yeah and then he shrugs and you see the old flaps yes. open on his back and it's gills and then he goes fish boy i like this that's good it's good it's good fish boy <laughs> fish boy and then it's like his plot is like he's going to blow up the, the fucking Suez Canal, Panama Canal. Yeah, right. Or right. something like that. To ruin international trade. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, Speaking of fish boys who want to ruin international trade. 
Yes, let's let's let's, let's do some correspondence. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the Fileo fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Ring Correspondence. So, let's see. What have we got in our Christmas sack? Um, it is a message from Sean. Sean, I'm glad you were born. That's very nice. Mm-hmm. You should say that to people on the tube. I'm glad you were born. <laughs> and then just walk <laughs> off the tube backwards, still staring at them. <laughs> Nodding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-huh. Like that. And the door closes, you can still hear me muffled. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, as the tube mm-hmm. goes away, <laughs> they can still see that your head silently going, like miming, aha. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're just terror- like this. horrible. No, and because it's the tube, no one else reacts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're not even sure if anyone else saw it. All for them. Sean says, Dearest Piedra and Philippi. Piedra and Deirdre and. Felicity? Deirdre, is that like an agony on thing? Dear, 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 maybe. Hello. 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 I'm an avid podbird from all the way up on the Isle of Skye. Oh, wow. I really want to go to the Isle of Skye. Isle of Skye, what a guy. It's such a cool, I mean, it's 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 like an even more wild and woolly version of the Isle of Man, of course. Yes. They have the those Hebridean crazy accents chain. out there. Yeah. Hebrides accents. Yes. Yes, well, we, we, our friend and uh, co- comedy producer, writer, etc., multiple per- talent person, Zoe Tomalin. Oh, yeah. From the Isle of Mull. Is she? Which is not quite Hebrides, but it's, it's you know. Oh. It's I'm an aware. island. I didn't know that. Um, Poopoo-la-la. Your fantastic weekly content makes me happy as the world I love is quickly heading to hell. Yeah, we do what we can. Mm. Any poo. <laughs> Any poo. <laughs> I saw these, <laughs> I saw these clickbaity adverts. Oh, great. great! On an article for popular Scottish news site, The National. Ah. Uh-huh. Yeah, um, and immediately thought of you. Enjoy. I also have a, a poo story, but I think I'll send it separately. Koji, Sean, great. The National. Let's see what the National has got going on. Apart from, of course, nationalism. Um, okay, so these are the adverts on The National. Uh, this one just seems to be text. It says, unsold jackets are now almost being given away. Unsolved jackets. Unsold. Unsolved jackets. Unsolved. <laughs> unsolved. Like, I don't understand this jacket. <laughs> unsold jackets. These All these words are capitalized for no reason. Yeah. Unsold jackets are now almost being given away. Look at their value. <laughs> Ye mighty in despair. Uh. Oh my god, look at the value. Look at look at their value. Imagine imagine someone handing you a jacket and going, look at this value. Look at the value. Look at its value. <laughs> look at its value. Because it's possessive yeah, yeah. tense, which is so <laughs> weird. And you have to go, oh what what which value? Walking into a shop what and going, My god, look at all their value. Look at their all, value. Look at every piece's value in here. 
Look at all the value that belongs to that jacket. <laughs> and then the actual clickbaity ad is um, it's it's a photo of how would you describe that? It's just a, a sort of a pretty anonymous photo of maybe a middle-aged lady's legs and bum on a beach in shorts. Yeah, just normal ladies. Just you're just getting like her waist down to her knees, and she's wearing shorts at the beach. But we but we mean like shorts that you could wear to watch TV on the couch in. They're not sexy shorts. They're not holiday shorts even particularly. They're just very normal shorts. Very normal shorts. And a, and a t-shirt on top as well. It's yeah. not even like that, that beachy. Yeah. And then the legs coming out of the shorts are sort of... This one, one of them is a bit old looking. Oh yeah, the one it's, on the left is a bit more cellulite I guess. A bit more... Saggy. But it's very subtle. Yeah, yeah. And the caption is, Cellulite after 50. Colon. Yeah. So you, we're go- you and me, we're going. <gasps> oh yeah. Well, what about it? What about it? Please, 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 please. I'm please. scared. Do this tonight before bed. Brackets <laughs> takes one minute. This is my favorite genre of the clickbait. It's like do this, like drink this one thing before bed. It's like it, it yeah. very much has a similar vibe of putting your tooth under the pillow for the tooth. <laughs> it's always before bed because, like, when you're unconscious, that's when magic happens. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Like Father Christmas, he comes at night. <laughs> That's the implication, isn't it? We're taught yeah. as kids that well, after if you do something right before you go to bed, when you wake up, there'll be no cellulite. They'll be taken away. It's also the ultimate ease, right? You like you literally are unconscious when all yeah. the work is being done. Don't worry, the progress will happen when you're literally uh, resting. Yeah, yeah, that's true, isn't it? It would be like don't, take this right after you wake up and then do loads of stuff. Yeah, People yeah, go, yeah. Like, no thanks. Yeah. Do this before you go to work. Can you imagine? Clickbait <laughs> says, "Do this one thing before you go to work." Oh, another thing. <laughs> no, 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 absolutely not. I'm, I'm already on my way thing. to do things. <laughs> I've already got so many things to do before work. I've got a lot of things to do before work, and then my whole day at work is doing things. Do this one weird trick when you're at your busiest. Imagine. <laughs> <laughs> Fit this one weird trick into your meal time. Do this do this one weird health trick at the pub with your mates in front of everyone. Oh no, no. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It's before bed is ideal. You're on your own maybe uh yeah, you're about to rest. It's private. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And it's and it, and it's kind of dawdling time anyway. It's yeah, time that you're not really doing anything. People anyway. poodle. Yeah, you poodle. You'd read a little bit of this, you look at your phone a bit of that, you drink a bit of that, you fiddle about, you put some clothes away. Exactly. Maybe you eat this weird cucumber pickle thing. Maybe you drink a, a glass of what appears to be just red paint <laughs> in some of these ads. Um, so this is the next one. We've seen this caption before, I think, mm-hmm. but not with this image. This image is, is baffling and horrifying. Okay. So the <laughs> caption is our old friend, urologist begs Brits. <laughs> To shrink uh, prostate with this tip every morning. So or, now this is okay. A, now this is in the morning. Already, I'm like, I don't want to do this. I want to do every morning. Can I shrink my one. prostate at night? Please, I've got things to do in the morning. For once, I'm drinking coffee in the morning. So it's yeah. Urologist begs Brits. Please, he's on his knees. To but shrink is in quotes. So oh. am I shrinking my prostate or not? Wait. So the shrink ride to shrink prostate with this tip. Normally, when there's a tip in the, hitting nice. the prostate, it, may, it makes it bigger. Nice. It's, I'm talking about bumming. I'm talking about sex, Phil. Yeah, I gotcha. Okay. Every morning in brackets. Every morning. 
every morning. Urologist begs Brits to shrink prostate with this tip every morning. He's begging. He's on his knees on the street, reaching out as pe- at people as they walk past. Please, you need to do this shrink prostate. Please, <laughs> weirdo. They're walking past. Please, Brits. Please, I need you to shrink the prostate. Uh, get away from me. <laughs> Why won't anyone? Please. And he's got this like stack of scientific papers that are like blowing away. He's trying to yeah. catch them. No, no. That's the conclusion. Um, and how would you describe this image? I would say it looks like a human muscle blown up like a snake's hood. Oh, gosh. With like a wishbone in the middle. Oh. It's really gross. Uh, it's like an anatomical drawing uh, of something. It's like a drawing of... Like a it's womb? also a bit like an orchid. Yeah. It's a bit flower-like. It's very Giorgio O'Keefe. Yeah, if Georgia O'Keeffe, but like it's a fleshy orchid, it's absolutely ghastly. It's but also it's not. But it's it's gaping. It's not Georgia yeah. O'Keeffe like a little flower with a yeah. with some petals. It's like a proper like like hood. It is like a proper Assassin's Creed hood, but if the hood was made out of f- wo- wo- meat, flesh of a womb. Yeah, quite unsettling. Horrible. Also, you look at that thing. You're like, what could that possibly be? There's no way that has anything to do with the actual tip no because you that, just that go is isn't, that that isn't a body part but you just go that's not a prostate it is and if it is it's not shrunk <laughs> it's enormous it's bigger than ever yeah you could it's like the, you could hit it like the side of a barn <laughs> please, yeah. please please brits please please your prostates are too big and it's like a bunch of people walking past just constantly pissing is that what a big prostate does it makes you pee a lot i think in mm. large prostate because they get larger as you get older Oh, and that's no. why old men are getting up in the night to pee. I think. Oh, fuck. Uh, I hate that shit. <laughs> well, you better shrink it. Oh, I should have listened to the urologist. I should have listened to that street urologist. Uh, he begged me. And he I begged said me, no. Like, he I, begged me. I ignored him. And I ignored him. What was I doing? So this one is a photograph of a classic. It's I, I can't imagine a more perfectly cast generically british middle class nice man who's about f- 55 yeah to 60 okay and he's in a, a sort of lovely garden sort of garden of the year kind of garden he's been photoshopped in front of it it's, it's if you if you have young eyes you can see that it's not real yeah if you see the matrix it's like the, there's a photoshop layer that's the lovely garden yep then there's a photoshop layer of an enormous solar panel Yep. In the garden. Which All is, like different resolutions. Yeah, exactly. Which like just definitely isn't there. <laughs> the light doesn't make any sense. And then in front of the solar panel, this guy's been photoshopped in, looking concerned and holding up a sort of little white box. It, okay. lo- it looks like a little thermostat. Right, okay. And the caption is, no joke, <laughs> colon. So that's good. We know already it's not supposed to be a joke. Already we know this is serious. Hey, hang be on, this serious. is serious. No, no, be serious about this, please. No, no, stop laughing. Stop laughing. This is not a joke. We've looked at his face. We've look looked at, at the sheer quality of the pruning of the flower, flowers and in look his garden. And look how he's holding that white box. This is not a joke, okay? No joke, Colin. The actual cost of solar panels, brackets, finally, close brackets, <laughs> revealed. This does seem to be a theme on these clickbait it's articles. a lot of solar, solar panels. panels. Oh, and the cost. A lot about the cost of solar panels. I can't tell if they're outraged that the cost of solar panels is higher or lower than people thought. Yeah, my, my inkling is that it's lower than people think it's going to be. Well, they cut the subsidies. Because like, what would they be selling if it was expensive? If the story is like, turns out solar panels are really expensive, so don't waste your time. All right, bye. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean what would be the point? 
But then also, I can't imagine solar panel companies using clickbait articles to sell solar panels. Also, they cut the subsidies for solar panels, which was a big mistake, in my opinion. And it did make them more expensive. So then I... Uh, but then why would there be an advert for that? Hmm. It's very odd. Finally. Finally. People have been fucking me around on this for so long now. <laughs> I'm sick of people, people lying to me about the price of solar panels. At last. Someone dares to be honest about it. Someone's got their fucking balls to bloody... Um, oh, that's a Patreon message. I shouldn't read that out. That's for the VIPs. That's special. Special. I what would what would a good clickbait ad for Bud Pod be? Maybe we can pay these guys to spam uh, Bud Pod. No joke. <laughs> <laughs> no joke. These poo stories will have you with with our one quick before bed way to laugh. Yeah. No joke. These two have degrees. <laughs> These two <laughs> men talking about poo These two degrees. men have degrees. <laughs> and it's us pointing at a toilet and giggling. <laughs> a toilet that we're clearly, we're not in the bathroom. We've been pasted in really crudely. The lighting's wrong. Yeah, we're, we're, the, we're, the point we're pointing at is just, just a bit off to, off, yeah, off yeah. to the <laughs> right of the yeah. toilet. It looks like we're pointing kind of at the base of the toilet. This is not quite right. <laughs> Also, the, the bathroom we're photoshopped into is like a brilliant white catalog bathroom. Yeah. And we're like tangibly, it's for Outside. Photoshop. Yeah, <laughs> we've it's like, got outdoor lighting. We've got outdoor lighting and like heavy shadow under, <laughs> under our chins and stuff. It's really horrible. Uh, yeah, I think that, <laughs> that would be good. What would we be holding up? Oh. Or frowning at? Or? Like a banana or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. banana. Uh, these two have degrees. These these two fully empty their bowels <laughs> onto this podcast with this one weird fruit. With this one weird, uh, yeah. It's always it's all it's always just um um not banana. What's the Caribbean plantain? The, yeah, mm. it's always just like slices of plantain being fried. Yeah, yeah. And for somehow people look at that and go, "Oh, what the fuck? That's <laughs> gonna empty my bowels." <laughs> Yeah, it always has to be something a bit long and seedy. Yeah, like like oh, that's medicine. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that's a mysterious sort of tropical fruit with properties we don't know about. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, some rainforest berry is yeah. gonna solve all my problems. Yeah, my cellulite's gonna fly out my ass because uh, I ate a berry from the woods. <laughs> it's very medieval apothecary. It really is because these instincts never leave us. That's what that's what the internet showed us. Like no amount of technology will expunge us. Of our peasant, our need, our need for minds. berries. We have lizard peasant brains, magic berries, and burning witches. Yes, yes. That's literally all we want to do. All done through the internet now. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, we're all, we're all fucking pilgrims who want to eat berries and burn witches. <laughs> no matter how you want to dress it up. Yeah, exactly. Oh man. Well, um, the apothecary of the VIP. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're off to the the. The special apothecary, the VIP apothecary. Yeah, the VIP apothecary um, of the Patreon. It's where we'll see the patrons. For everyone else, there are still a handful of tickets left. Just for a handful. Budpod Christmas live on fifteenth December at the Bloomsbury Theatre in London. Yeah, smelly Christmas. Smelly Christmas. So do come see us in person. We're gonna have a wonderful, jingly, festive time. Yeah, it's gonna be great. And and make sure to see Wonka coming out this Christmas. Yeah, with uh, starring. Not really starring. There's a moment of me. There's a moment of 
your your bud pod pal phil wang at yeah. some point in the movie check it out uh, yeah clowns. i'm gonna find out tonight just how much of it i'm actually in oh and koji and thank you to all the pod buds who showed up for um leicester square theater yeah final edition on the 23rd of november thank you very much guys it was a lovely way to end the tour um other than that we will see you next week or if you're a patron we will see you on friday five o'clock for that fry yay feeling yum 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 uh for some vip content bye love bye. everybody bye